It's Wednesday, July 21st, 2021. We're finally getting around to our Invincible review. John Cena is back. Some other news and rumors out of comic book. We're featuring the fans. We got new Patreon folks. That's the Giggler. I'm Logan. This is Mostly Superheroes. Hello and welcome to Mostly Superheroes, a weekly pursuit for the world's best stories with an emphasis on live action superhero stuff. I'm your host, Logan, back for more here in the studio, St. Louis, Missouri, for our one year anniversary since we started the pod. Ladies and gentlemen, the Giggler. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to oh. us. If you're looking at the screen, we got a cake. I love it. Not a real, we don't have a real cake yet, but Carrie threw us together a cake. Happy one year. Andy, you had a good point. We talked about like the one year recently on the pod, like one year was coming up. This is the official one year since our first episode. For us in real time, it's this coming Saturday. But if you're listening right now on Monday or even Sunday, it was just this past Saturday on July 24th since we, epi- we published episode zero the prelude. Oh, yeah. Remember that one? I episode? forgot it was a zero. That's so. right. Me and Adam. Did the prelude. We did like the, I think we did, that might have been the Iron Man episode. Yep. And it was right here. We had one, I think we had our, you know, one table. The shelf was here, but there were like none of these decorations. We had those crappy little mics. The it, ca- the cameras were like super, super fuzzy. There's a lot more going on now. And oh it looks better, sounds better, just is better now. Yeah, man. How are you? You had, uh, you said a full day of golf and now you're here. Yes, it's been a great day. It's my vacation week. <laughs> yeah, this is what you were saying last week. <laughs> Me and you are leaving for a bachelor party tomorrow. We're going on a flight. By the time you hear this, we'll be back and probably need some rest. We'll be yes. in Denver. And uh, But you took extra days off this week just to have extra yes. fun. I Someone love asked me to play golf on Tuesday, so I took off work. And then I was like, well, I'm not going to just go to work for just Wednesday. So I obviously took off Wednesday, too. And there uh, we go. Did you do what PC Mike was talking about last week? Uh, take off the fall like the Monday. No, or you're gonna go back to work. I'm gonna go back to work. Our flight's so early. I'll I'll have time to recover. I'll be in bad shape, but yeah, we're back I in gotta, St. Louis by like one. Yeah, I gotta get back to work asap. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, man, glad you're here. Uh, yeah, happy one year to you, to me, to Carrie, Mike, to the show, and uh, to, to the fans have been sticking with us, man. We got fans that have been listening pretty close to about that one year mark, and I looked at the stats today. Andy, we got listeners in over 55 countries. Wow. Yeah, I'll give it up. I can't even name 55 countries. I didn't even know some of the countries. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was like, oh, I'm getting to the point on the list where I don't I can't pronounce these the name of this country. But yeah, 50, I think it was like technically like 59 people listening around the world. We had a big spike in France a couple weeks ago. Hello to our French friends. Thank you all. That sounds really close to French fries. I love them both. French fries, French friends. Uh, but yeah, man, <laughs> good to be here. And uh, we got a lot more coming for you this year. And with that, let's go and talk about the people that come and see us every week. The fans. Fan mail. We got a few things on fan mail. But first of all, always a reminder to call us at 754-CALL-LOG, our in-studio phone. It's right here. It's hooked up to the, to the gizmo, to the mixer. 
Andy, just so you know, if you ever want to call someone from within the studio. Okay. I've never, I haven't brought this up in a while, but see, look, I got the doohickey. It's just a little adapter. <laughs> so, wow. And you plug it straight in. You could literally call up anybody you want. We call your parents, friends of yours, your job. Okay. If people keep dodging us telling them to call this line enough, then I'm just going to call them directly. Ooh, I like that. And you can, we could call from this phone number too. Yeah. So we could get like very radio talk show calling. We could do some prank calls. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Um, 754-225-5564. But we have some big news, folks. A brand new Patreon patron. That's right. Dan P just subscribed. He took the hero tier on Patreon. That's the $3 a month. Let's just give it up right now. Attaboy, DP. Anybody, Thank you. Anybody ever call him Dr. Pepper? This is a friend of yours. He loves Dr. Pepper, so we should call him that. We should call him yeah, DP. Yeah, we call, we call him. He's a man of m- many names. DP, Dan, Danny Frat. He's, he's one of the frattiest guys I know. So. He's, he's got a lot of nicknames. He's like our boy PC Mike. Yeah, he's exactly. got a handful of those. So, yeah, man, Dan P, you kind of gave me a teaser. It's one of those things where you're like, oh, someone's going to join Patreon. I'll believe it when I see it. Well, man, I saw it, man. He came in, joined this week. What does this mean? You know, we got folks on Patreon. You get a lot of stuff with Patreon. First of all, you can subscribe for as little as $1 a month. And what you're going to get is exactly what Dan here got for the $3 a month tier called The Hero. You get early access to episodes. So that means every Sunday you get the episode. The rest of the world gets it Monday. Not only that, but you get the included pre-show or post-show, or if we include any of the break when we're breaking down something that didn't make it into the show, you get the full the full cut. Um, plus, they're ad-free, so we have ads in our public episodes. Patreon folks, no ads for you. And then you do get behind-the-scenes content, like uh, sometimes we do fresh instant reactions for new weekly episodes, or if I see a movie, I'll get on to a solo reaction, usually 8 to 10 minutes. You get access to all this, and Dan P., welcome to the club. Thanks for supporting the pod all the money that we get on Patreon goes right back into the show, helping us with hosting fees, equipment, um, upgrading everything from the look and the feel, the quality. It all goes back into it. So thank you so much, Dan. Wanted to give a special thank you to you. He is a great man. You you vouch for this guy. Yes, yes, very much so. Well, I also gave him kind of a bonus thing. I messaged him, told him thanks. I was like, hey, listen, you name a title. We'll talk about it on the show. And maybe we could do like have him call in. He could be a part of the convo. But either way, Dan, you get a little special Done. feature. Let's do that. And you'll probably see him between now and then. So you talk to him. Maybe you guys can come up with something we can talk about. Uh, you can check it out, too, on Patreon. If you're interested in subscribing, supporting one of your favorite independent podcasts, just go to MostlySuperheroes.com forward slash Patreon. A couple other things on fan mail. We're going to come from the Twitter world, feature some new fans. We actually had a new follower just the other day. She's going by the name Harleen Quinzel. Love it. And her Twitter handle is I am Harleen Quinn. You can see this on our YouTube channel, our Facebook video. She DM'd us and said something very sweet. She reaches out and says, you guys are so chill and wholesome. I love it. Keep doing what you're doing. You're amazing. Thank you, Harleen. Wow. That's one of my favorite things that anyone's ever said to us, ever. It's a pretty, pretty good compliment. I mean, like, I, I don't want to say like I don't want to say we're going for wholesome, but like I feel like we're like we are. We're trying like we don't we cuss sometimes. I always say this. We're kind of like between PG thirteen and yeah. R. <laughs> like we say the f bomb when slip we, out. it's needed. You just, you just can't help it sometimes. It happens. we all we all understand. Like I'm not anti cursing. 
same. I also don't need, like need it. I mean, fuck to live. Jesus. <laughs> Oh I hate to say it. I didn't expect that. I know. So. I had, that's our one F-bomb for the episode. So there you go. You got it. Um, right. Harley, now she's going to unfollow us and be like, you guys aren't wholesome anymore. You've changed. Yeah. Well, we're definitely going to give her a follow because that's awesome. What Absolutely. Great compliment. And you should go give her a follow. It looks like she's a big fan of the Suicide Squad, obviously, with that name. But she's at on Twitter at I am Harleen Quinn. Appreciate the message. And more from the Twitter world. This is actually kind of cool, Andy. I threw out some tw- some thoughts on the movie. The Black Widow, Scarlett Johansson. We just saw it. We just reviewed it. It's all at the Mostly Superheroes site, uh, mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash MCU. And I threw out some thoughts on Taskmaster. So spoiler alert for Black Widow. All right. If you haven't seen it, we are going to kind of talk about parts of it that you might not want to know about just yet. And I threw out this tweet. People online are really talking about Taskmaster. It's like, was it a letdown? Was it not? Do people... How do people feel about this reveal? So I threw this out there. I wanted to give our our thoughts on this character. First of all, I said best MCU suit. Truly cool. I really do believe like it's if it's not the very best, it's definitely top three. I said that last week. It was we thought it was the best part near of the Black Panther. That and Black Panther are like near the top <gasps> Black Panther is awesome. You're so right. Um, I also said bad live action interpretation. Huge letdown in terms of shown abilities and very re- related to that lukewarm reveal of the identity and i said this you know no it's not because it's a woman because people are really coming after people online for this you know it's like oh what because it's not a man no i said because i didn't care about that character in the movie at all i just didn't care about Dracoff's daughter andy what do you think i completely agree like what were your every, thoughts on every, taskmaster i mean we talked about it a little bit but like take one it of the further. coolest looking you could ever possibly hope for for a character i remember we were looking up at the movie posters at the theater last week or Whenever that was. Yeah, whenever ago. whenever we saw it. <laughs> and I noticed that that one did not have a name on it. And I was like, I actually haven't even thought about that. Who, Who's playing this this person? Like, it's just odd that, that it's not common knowledge. Yeah, and they, so, had, and they even ha- they have their own episode poster. They're featured like this in the trailer, right? This big badass character. Like, the suit was cool, but just like... Yeah, I just I just wanted more out of that. Wanted more. I think yes. that's I think that's where we stood. Okay, well, here's the exciting part. Someone on Twitter... Um, I've called this person semi-famous. It's Rob Leefield, Robert Leefield. Uh, for you comic book, like diehard comic book fans out there, you'll know that this guy is uh, the creator and author of Deadpool and Domino and Major X and a lot more of other folks. Um, he responded to my tweet and said, completely disagree. Great representation of Taskmaster, threat and abilities. Didn't go to see a Taskmaster movie. Went for Black Widow. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Pretty cool. Quote tweeted us and gave us like a whole bunch of people like chimed in on this conversation. It got into a little Twitter battle. I'd like to read that. I didn't know this. You should. There's a lot of comments, a lot of responses. It's definitely like our longest Twitter thread we've been a part of. Well, thanks to Robert for. Oh, man. Yeah. Really appreciated showing a small indie podcast like us. Quote tweet. I mean, this guy's got all sorts of diehard fans, but I didn't want to leave him hanging. And I did respond (laughs) and said, that's fair. Although I would argue that when a character is portrayed in the trailers to be a major part of the story, you expect them to play a major part in the story. Personally, I felt that while the fight scenes were cool, it didn't feel like I saw a lot of that copycat component that we talked about. So, of course, we saw Hawkeye. We saw we did see Black Panther. I didn't bring that up in the last episode when we talked about the movie. He did. But you know what he did? He just or she. Now that we can say that had the claws. Okay. And like that was it. Just went shing. And then the shield, Captain America's shield, of yeah. course. 
But other than that, I just didn't see a lot of copycat. It was just kind of boring. Yeah, I just got to give it another watch and see. Give oh. it another and kind of maybe focus on things like that. Yes. Uh, I don't want to make this about like dogging on the movie because I'm not. I enjoyed the film. We both gave it good ratings and we said in that rewatch it'll be good. It's just this one particular thing. I think even when I rewatch this, maybe I'll be slightly more impressed by Taskmaster, but just not. I don't know if it'll be that much. Yeah. I think you're right. <laughs> Fair enough. Rob Leefield. Man, really appreciate that. You can follow him at Robert Leefield on Twitter and you can see this again at uh, Facebook, YouTube, if you're watching us on video. And with that, let's talk about some news. News and rumors. A couple things in the news. We did talk about Loki, the series, season one on Disney+. Plus. We've got the full review happening at our MCU library as well. And of course, as Disney+, Plus and Marvel Studios has been doing for WandaVision, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And yes, now for Loki, there is a Marvel Studios assembled the making of Loki. So this is the behind-the-scenes look, one hour long. Um, the other ones for WandaVision and the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I thought, have been really fun. Definitely got me more energized about the show. And after breaking down that amazing finale during our breakdown last week, um, I can't wait to see this thing. You know it's going to be great. And it just dropped today, actually. So it's on Disney Plus today, mm-hmm. Wednesday. If you're listening on Sunday or Monday, it's it's there waiting for you in Disney Plus. Andy, have you heard about this? Have you seen it yet? I have not seen it yet, but I was looking for something to fill the giant Loki size hole in my life. So this yeah. this will do. And or, or curve me over till one more week. Did you see the other ones for No, actually I I keep forgetting. Like oh, I Andy. I know. I don't know why I haven't watched them. Like I it's like the week after the show each time and I'm just like I feel like I'm just so emotionally like drained by it. I'm like, all right, I need a break. I'll watch this before the next show comes out and then I I I'm just I just never get on Disney Plus to like to search, browse search or browse ever yeah I, I noticed that too it's it's i know what's there and you hit a dead end pretty quickly yeah unless yeah. there's like a whole fleet of new stuff which is very rare exactly exactly you know what we haven't done in a while like what's coming the next month oh, we, we might need to do that might need to do that for like no nah, i don't know if we'll make august <laughs> <laughs> but we could maybe maybe next week We'll see how many brain cells we have left. Yeah, we'll see. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, you go check it out. Marvel Studios Assembled, The Making of Loki. You can watch that now on Disney+. Plus. Definitely wanted to let you know. And, Andy, I'm going to let you tell us all about this one. I can see you, but can we see this guy? He's returned. And my first question is, from where? So talk to me like a guy that wouldn't own this beautiful belt that you gifted us. John Cena returns. That's a tough one to answer. He's been gone for so long. Like it's been almost, it's been a year and a half approximately, I guess, without him on WWE TV, which is a long time. Like he's definitely a part timer that right. is only on a few times a year here and there, like only for like the big shows, like around WrestleMania or Roy Rumble, things like that. And he's, he's just been gone doing movies for so long. And right. I, I still think that's his long term plan. Like, look at, he's got the Peacemaker show, obviously that finish filming and everything but That's you know crazy. he has more projects that he's in uh, life, yeah or he's i in... just saw him yesterday oh, oh yeah uh, i'm gonna be talking about yeah, it okay. in a second. i'll let good, you keep good, going but good. he's out here making stuff heavy he's all over the place yes he is uh a but great he still man. does the wrestling like you said part-time so he's just showing it's up for been me. this is his biggest gap like a lot of people were thinking is he really done now but um i obviously have not watched a lot of wrestling lately it's been months and I was intrigued because the Money in the Bank pay-per-view was this Sunday. I already had Peacock, so I just turned it on, see what was going on. Um, 
because Money in the Bank has fun like ladder matches that. What's are, Money in the Bank? It's like a, a paper one of the pay per views that's probably in the okay. top like one of the probably fifth or sixth like biggest one of the year. Okay, so one so of the there's big like ones. ladder matches and they have okay. like this brief briefcase like at the top that right. people have to get. And if you when you get the briefcase the next year sometime you can cash it in at any time twenty four seven to for a title shot against the champion. Okay. So, um, and you couldn't you do that in the video games too? Yes, I yes. feel like I remember that, like on N sixty four, PlayStation, maybe like climbing <laughs> up and trying. And your, your wrestlers like, trying yeah, to, it looks so stupid. Trying to hook your hand, but okay, um, but yeah, so he makes an appearance. I so that match finished. It was the it was just after ten o'clock, and there was all hell breaking loose. Like there was all these few, different feuds going on. Uh, Big E won the Money in the Bank briefcase. Uh, he's a great guy. He's uh from the New Day. If you don't know who they are, um, I don't remember. You we'll, get, we'll, 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 we'll get, get you educated on them someday. They're, okay. They're, okay. they're good people. And also in this in- industry as well, because they okay. have uh, like a video game slash nerd podcast as well. So it sounds like we get along. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. So um, Roman Reigns is talking after the, uh, the match. He's the current SmackDown champion. And all of a sudden John Cena music hits and it was 1030. At it was night. like the end. I was tired as hell. But this no one knew this awoke me. Oh my god! This awoke something inside of me. You jumped up on the couch. Was, yes. Did you get on your feet, or were you just on the edge of your seat? I was on the edge of my seat, and okay. I just said yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What?" People had no idea, huh? I, you didn't. No, I had no one had any idea. I was not expecting this, but I'm Unbelievable. excited. So, Some... and then while he's there, he got to he did he did a throwdown. I mean. Yes, they are going to have a match um, at SummerSlam. So it's a future. These, it was a promotion. These two guys this on the, the this... YouTube that you're, if anyone's watching right now. Yes. Know. Oh, there's a, I mean, there's a lot of people watching. Oh, I know. I oh, see. Oh, yes. We I have... see those subscribers. That's right. What I tell you, 50-something countries around the world. Um, man, this is awesome. So John Cena, he's he's back again. Does this mean he's back more often? Or he's just like coming back to this next event he's, and then you'll see? He's committed for a match at SummerSlam, which I think is next month. Okay. And that's like the second biggest pay-per-view of the year, so. He might disappear again after that, but well, he's got this is better than nothing. He's got more shows. He's, I mean, we know a lot. This guy's busy. Yeah, he's in. I mean, he's in blockbusters right now. But man, uh, John Cena, making it happen. He's back. Andy's excited about it. I'm sure PC Mike is as well. Uh, Keep us posted on this upcoming match, and uh, we'll talk about it. We will. All right. Next up, wanted to feature an area that we haven't been in in a while. We finally get a break. Like I say it like it's been such a a bad thing from the MCU, man. Like we just had so much Marvel <laughs> stuff. It's been crazy. Really nice to just bring up something totally unrelated. Talk well, not totally unrelated. Still a Disney property. Obi Wan Kenobi, the series, the Star Wars series, bringing back Ewan McGregor. This is a, an article coming out of comic book Cameron Bonamolo. Really appreciate it. And this is talking about a few things. This article is specifically talking about. Uh, a younger version of Princess Leia being cast, and it's by this young actress, uh, Lyra Blair, Vivian Lyra B- Blair. We have her image here with her Instagram uh, on the video. But what I want to take away from this article was they talk about the timing of this TV show. And this has been a big question. You know, when is this Obi-Wan going to uh, live? You know, it's going to be obviously Ewan McGregor's version, which he played them in the Clone Wars. So this is pre-Vader days, young Anakin days. When was it going to take place? Well, straight out of this article they had an uh interview that again this is from Can- cameron bodomolo and the interview was with let's see if i have this here star wars cooper oh 
Jordan Mason of Cinelinks. So he was quoted to say, Obi-Wan Kenobi begins 10 years after the dramatic events of Revenge of the Sith. Where, if, oh man, this is awesome. Where he uh, faced his greatest defeat, the downfall and corruption of his best friend and wow. Jedi apprentice, Anakin Skywalker. Walker. Walker. <laughs> Skywalker. <laughs> Anakin Skywalker turned evil Sith Lord Darth Vader. Like, oh my God. So this is 10 years after I have the high ground. You were supposed to destroy the Sith, not join them. That whole scene, the epic fiery battle. Oh my gosh. So, and then, oh man, go ahead. Six episode. That's Six just information that I like to know. This is coming out 2022. And you know what else was in here? We're getting a rematch, essentially. We're going to see an Obi-Wan Darth Vader battle that, like, basically is taking place within this, like, time frame. Really? Yes. It's going to be, like, a rematch type thing, you know, cause, because they fight, obviously, in uh, A New Hope. And, like... That's wild. And then we know they fight in Revenge of the Sith. This is going to be, like, a middle fight of, the like, the middle of their lives. And also, getting young uh, Skywalker twins, Luke and Leia. Yes. That's what... Yeah, that's really cool. I'm I'm excited. I, that's something I kind of forgot about. It's on the back burner with all this superhero stuff that we have, and I'm sure it'll be very good if well, it's anything close to Mandalorian. Exactly. Which Mandalorian is not in the deck, but I think that's it's filming. Yep. I saw Season that. three. Saw that. Um, I t- I put a tweet out about that. Man, I am truly excited for that. And you're so right. This is that universe. If they can do that, like they're doing this, I wonder if they can. Here's the thing that I'm scared of. We all know these characters. You know, this is these are characters that we're familiar with. Will it feel uh, a little cheesy? Will it feel too little too late? The Mandalorian man, special, because we don't know this character. And I don't know, him wearing that mask the whole time is kind of like it's made a different kind of show that you've never seen before. So yep. will it all uh, perform? TBD. But either way, we're excited. Uh, St- Obi-Wan Kenobi, that's coming 2022. Uh, on Disney Plus, we'll keep you apprised as we're doing it and as we're finding out more. Wanted to let you guys know that if you're listening to this right now, uh, I always say that like because me and Andy are live. This is in the future for us. It's in the past for you. Comic-Con in San Diego taking place. And uh, oh. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of announcements that we're going to talk about on the next week's episode. So hopefully we'll hear some some stuff this weekend. We'll obviously be traveling for the ba- for a bachelor party. But when we get back, we'll take a look at what announcements came out. Maybe we can finally get this Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe some other trailers for uh, stuff. You just never know with Comic-Con. Sometimes there's just big announcements that happen. Is that where your bachelor party is going to be? Comic-Con? Man, maybe that's an idea. That's a real idea, right? If anybody there. did it, it would be you. That'd be yeah. Like I just all I want to do is the three day flash pass <laughs> Comic Con deal. We're just gonna wait in line together all day. <laughs> all day. You're gonna watch me get autographs, take pictures. <laughs> um, but this is this happened July twenty third through the twenty fifth. There are like at home edition stuff, so they're still kind of doing the hybrid virtual. If you want to like get on, see if there's any stuff you can check out. Just Google uh, San Diego Comic Con. It just took place. Be ready for what's happening with that coming up next week. And this is like a maybe on my list, but just even if you're in the area, if you live in the Missouri area, there is Planet Comic Con Kansas City. Uh, This is coming August 20th and 22nd, 2021 in Kansas City, Missouri. I say that. It could be Kansas City, Kansas. They're right next to each other. Uh, (laughs) But our, our boy Scott told me about this one, asked me if I wanted to go. And here's some names for you. You know, you got Stephen Amell plays the Green Arrow. He's going to be there on Saturday. Uh, Misha Collins from Supernatural. 
Uh, Andy, I want to see if you knew this wrestler. Christian Cage. Is that someone that you know that's like a wrestling person? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Billy. What's, what's the guy from Karate Kid? Billy Zabka? Yeah. Uh, Kevin Dillon from Entourage. <laughs> Johnny Drama. Uh, which is hilarious because in, in Entourage, he is like a Viking sci-fi Quest. actor. Yeah. Viking Quest, yeah. <laughs> and then there's also the kid from Stranger Things, the kid with the, weird, cool. with the weird teeth. I, I like that. I would I would go. I'd love to meet Stephen Amell. Gating something. Yeah, this is really tiny writing. But hey, man, maybe we'll go. I told Scott it's a maybe. August 20th, 22nd. Mark your calendars. Planet Comic Con, Kansas City, just to keep you apprised with the Comic Con world. Yeah, I would love to meet Stephen Amell, huge wrestling fan. Yep. He's about to be on a show called Heels on Stars that's coming out very really? soon. That's a wrestling show, and he's obviously plays a superhero as well. So, really, the best of both worlds. Yeah, that's a mix. That's a nice mix for you. Would you go for like a day trip to KC? It's about four and a half hours for us driving wise. And Scott talked about like doing a day thing. I've never done anything like this. So, but I'm always always down to try. I am out of town during that, but. Yeah, the only one I've been to was Wizard World, St. Louis. Yeah, I'd like to go to one someday for sure. Uh, well, maybe it, we'll just have our own freaking table at one someday. Well, that's yeah. I know Jock Nerd guys. They they tried doing that, and then the pandemic obviously got in their way. They got it pushed or something. And that's a really good idea. You know, get most of the superheroes set up at one of these things, get a booth, maybe pass out some T-shirts. Or I thought it'd be cool to put our podcast on CDs and pass out CDs. <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and they have to go figure out where to play it. Like, does my car have a CD player? <laughs> um, I like that. But anyway, you know, maybe we'll maybe we'll check this out. But the Wizard World one, I was gonna say, it was it was fine. But I think I told you, I saw like Lou Ferrigno there, yeah. and it wasn't like cool. It was kind of like sad. Yeah. And also, um, who's the guy from uh, Night at the Roxbury, the short guy, uh, Chris Catan? Uh, Catan, yeah. Like he was he was like grumpy about being there. It seemed like. And I mean, I don't know. You're just in a big like multi-purpose room, and it's yeah, like yeah, I bet they are. It's like sixty dollars for a. A selfie, and I'm I bet like, they don't get paid a lot to do these things. Well, no, it's sixty dollars like, a selfie. Yeah, <laughs> they might pay him like you know, Lou Ferrigno might have got like what fifteen hundred dollars to come for the day. You know, I don't know. Shit, I'd take that. But I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. But you know, Stephen Amell, it's it's hard for me to picture him having a bad time. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So maybe we'll do it. <clears throat> All right, uh, let's talk about what we're watching. What you watching? What you watching is what we tell you what we're watching, what we're reading, what we're looking at each week. We want to hear from you. You can join us at the Mostly Superheroes Squad on Facebook. It's free. It's exclusive. And then once you're in, it's private. So you can comment away, share your posts. We get discussions in there about stuff we're watching. We talk about what we're watching. And me and Andy have a few in here. Andy, you're going to go first. We're kind of going to do a little back and forth. Why don't you tell us about this one? I believe it's a true story. And yes. it's on Peacock, and the title of this thing is Dr. Death. Tell us about it. Oh, man. man. Tell us how it's going for you. So, yeah, this is on Peacock. Uh, obviously, you'll, YouTube viewers here will see this main character. Looks a lot like Charlie Conway from the Mighty Ducks or that guy from Dawson's Creek that I can't remember his name. <laughs> so, uh, And that actor's name is? I'm looking it up right now. Joshua Jackson. You did a really good job naming things he's in, though, because everybody immediately was like, okay, okay. <laughs> yes, yes, Joshua Jackson. Uh, but, yeah, he plays the main character, Dr. Dunch. That I guess his this, real name, this Dr. Got, Dunch? Yeah, so I guess this got big through a podcast um, where that story kind of got out, but he's a doctor in Texas that basically a lot of his surgeries, he does like spinal surgeries, and a lot of them like have ended in people either dying or becoming like, just basically worse off. So it's like a question oh of like, how is he allowed to keep practicing? 
is he doing this? And there's there's a few doctors that are like investigating him. One of them's uh, played by Alec Baldwin. Yep. Um, and it's just kind of, I, I don't really know where it's going right now. We have a couple episodes well, left. And also, I don't know what character he plays, but I just saw him in another story like this that uh, uh, Dirty John on Netflix, but Christian Slater. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's in this, it looks like, right? Yes, yes. He's one of the, uh, the doctor with Alec Baldwin. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So sorry to cut you off. I was just no. I was call. so curious. That's about a good his call. I, that's another one. Yeah. That I know there was another guy I couldn't think of. Um, but yeah, it's I don't really know where it's going right now. I don't okay. know if he's like doing this on purpose, like it's incompetent, like or it's incompetence, and he just is a really bad doctor. But yeah, because like you said, there's a whole podcast about this guy, so you don't know how it ends. I love this. This I mean, this is exactly like the Dirty John thing. That was with the podcast. It was about real people. Um, I love this Doctor Death Peacock and where but like how many episodes have you seen? There's I think there yeah there's six total. You've oh. seen four. Okay, okay. Sure. Let me let me double check that. I got the Wikipedia. And when you're watching on Peacock, do you have like is it like are there ads? Not the one. Not the one we have. You guys have the premium. Yeah, I guess so. Peacock Plus thanks, or something. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, <laughs> that's your roommate. Way to go. Yeah. All right. <laughs> not dealing with that. Uh, yeah. Carrie actually talked to me about this. I think she's maybe either heard the podcast, familiar with the podcast. And I'm telling you right now, after the it's, two seasons of Dirty John, I'm hungry for a lot more of these yeah. true stories. Anybody that likes those things is gonna love is gonna like the show a lot. I this mean, is like a new category. It's like not quite. It's like not true crime, like in the general sense. It's like more unique, bizarre stories, like very like specific things where yeah. you're like, how could this happen? Exactly. So yeah, there's there's eight episodes and we've watched six. So okay. And I mean, it's it's worth it. I don't want to say for sure. I can't really give it a rating if it's no, really no. good or not. But well, and you don't want to spoil. I it think for anybody anyone. anybody that likes that niche is going to enjoy this. All right, Doctor Death on Peacock. Andy will keep going. I'm sure it'll, it's it's on our list, and we'll be uh, doing a soft review sometime in the near future. Uh, I actually saw a movie this past week. To my surprise, it was not only in theaters, also on HBO Max, where I just had to hit play. It's Space Jam, A New Legacy, starring LeBron James. This is the sequel 25 years later after me and Andy were just nine-year-old little boys watching Michael Jordan <laughs> meet Bugs Bunny and thinking, man, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. And this movie hopefully was like that for nine-year-olds right now because for adult me, it was just uh, it was a good movie to have on in the background on a Sunday. It is LeBron James playing basketball with all the properties of Warner Brothers. Spoiler alert for the movie. I won't tell any. Actually, not a spoiler alert. This is a spoiler-free review. Um, it was a lot. It was fun. It was colorful. It's LeBron James as the star of a movie. And can't expect much out of that. I mean, terror, it, just god awful acting. Dude, but. I said this on Twitter too. Like people are like out here like saying this movie's trash. And but, I'm like, dude, it's Space Jam. Exactly. What I'm not it? gonna dog the movie like that. It is. It was entertaining. Have you seen it? Yeah. Okay. There yeah, you go. we watched it Sunday too. Oh wow. Was, okay. We watched like that. Like that whole season, we watched that. We Do you agree? It was just like you know, it wasn't like you were. Oh man, this is amazing! But you weren't right. You weren't mad at it. I, yeah, exactly. It, not mad at it is is the perfect way to describe it. I wasn't angry. Like I'm not gonna tell everyone my age to like go watch it right now. I saw people like Twitter's crazy. First of all, I haven't like been active on Twitter in my whole life, and now with this with the show, I just use it for that. People were like, "I'm not one of these stupid people wasting my money on Space Jam." <laughs> I'm like, okay, I mean, you don't have to like Space Jam. Not everybody likes it. It's definitely like a specific thing. Cartoons like interacting with real people. You know, Who Framed Roger Rabbit did it first. I mean. That was pretty good. That's a great movie. You yes, know? it is. That's more of the that's more like adult humor. But this was really much, very much for kids. Um, one thing that did kind of 
just felt weird. I won't get into specifics because, again, I don't want to spoil this thing. But there were a lot of uses of Warner Brother properties well beyond the Looney Tunes. Oh, yeah. They were like just, they, like, like not even, whoring everything out. Oh, my gosh. That's the best way to put it. Just, <laughs> just whoring it out. Warner Brothers is the pimp. And uh, Space Jam is the the trafficker. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> you know, like, sometimes I couldn't tell if there there was, like, a Mr. Freeze in, like, the White Walkers. And I couldn't tell them apart sometimes. I thought they were the same one. I mean, there was a flat out. I guess I am going to. All right. I, I, I throw out a spoiler alert. We'll talk about it a little bit. I mean, they brought in, like, literally the animated Superman, like it was him. And yeah. they put, they put, was that Casablanca <laughs> that they put in there? I don't know. It was the black and white movie. That's just like me showing you how little black and white movies I actually know of. Um, to where like they're changing out the actual content, like the actual like characters and replacing them with Looney Tune characters. And yeah, it was cute and it was funny, but it definitely felt a little like, ugh, this is a little dirty. Like, like they used, and they used so many. I felt like it was just like a giant, commercial or it felt like a commercial or hbo max almost yes I, I kept seeing people i was like oh i forgot that's one of their properties so the whole time i was just like the whole movie i was like it's just that's that's what i'm learning now i'm not even paying attention to the movie that was exactly it and they were like you know what we'll do in space jam 2 we'll put in every property we own including harry potter like everything like man you're, you're gonna be like okay okay kids will love it though it's definitely gonna be a good time yeah um don't take it too seriously. It's Space Jam 2, and it's, like I said, I was surprised. It's on HBO Max. All you got to do is hit play, but it's also in theaters if you want to see it. All right, Andy, back to you. Want to hear about this thing on FX, one that I watched years ago, fell off around season three or four. Haven't really watched it since, but tell us how it's going with this year's version, which they've slightly tweaked the title to American Horror Stories. Yes, yeah, so that now the show is different. It's tweaked as well. The style is there's they're like one episode basically of different stories. So like the first one uh, was a two parter and it took place in the murder house. Like you remember you you've seen the original one, so yes, you know the that's like the first one. that that uh, costume the uh, yes latex man Ugh. the latex sex outfit yeah super oh weird. So it gets real deep into that. So the, the I watched a, a two parter. I think they're forty minutes each or so. Um, super entertaining. Like it. It it definitely gives you callbacks to like the the show. Like I, I, this is something I've watched every season of, except for the creepy one where they had like clown, uh, like circus people. Yes, that one just really didn't rub me the right way. Yes. <laughs> so um, but this like you were I mean, scared of it, or you just didn't like the. Switch? It was just weird. Like there's like deformed people and stuff. It was just yeah. like like made me uneasy. I was okay. like, I'm just not gonna watch this one. So that's fair. It's which is fine. I mean this. This is a show I, with I a think, lot. This is a show with a lot of variety. Like yeah. they'd always mix it up a lot. Now they're like mixing it up so much, episode by episode. Yeah, they're pulling in like stories and like offshoots of things that we've already kind of seen on TV, mm. but just kind of different versions of it. So and they're they're shorter and like it's, I mean it's just easy to kind of throw on. Yeah, and um, I like that story by episode by episode being a new story. Um, you know the amazing stories Steven Spielberg series and Apple Plus is kind of like that, and I loved the American Horror Stories seasons. I really did think I made it to like three. I think I made it to season three or four before I just. Yeah. It wasn't like even a lack of interest. I just started watching other stuff and never got around to it. But this format sounds awesome. Yeah. I think anyone that liked the prior seasons of this, they're not going to like every episode, but I think they'll find some that they, they enjoy. It's on FXX and which is, I guess, through Hulu. So, mm-hmm. um, 
yeah, I'm excited. New one comes out Thursday. Thursday, FX, American Horror Stories. Go check it out, uh, and we'll let you know how it goes. If we pick it up, I might watch it a little bit more. You might have got me a little more interested in this to where it might be, like, knowing that it's a one episode, to, you know, part two thing, it's like, that's not a big commitment, and I could watch two and be like, okay, I'll come back to this other story yeah. later on. Yeah. It felt like Spooktober all over again on yeah. my Sunday. You're watching, uh, what, uh, Fear Street? Yep, Fear Street. I saw it. This and Dr. Death. It was It was a dark Sunday. Hey, yeah, it's like <laughs> Halloween in the middle of July, which sounds awesome. Um, we'll talk about all those too. Fear Street, we'll wait for PC Mike for that one. I can't wait to oh, talk yeah. about that mega event. And one more, what you watching from my end? Saw this last night in theaters. Uh, this will be the last one before we take a break and get to Invincible. Can't wait. And right now, talking about F9, Fast and Furious 9, the ninth movie in the fast saga that's really not even necessarily true there's more than nine if you count Hobbs and Shaw and I think that's the only one there's one more extra so that's it and went and saw it with Carrie our friends Jen and Aaron uh we went to the Marcus Theater De Pair. Okay. I, <laughs> I like it. to plug the theaters because if you're listening locally I want to know like people might want to be like well how's the theater well it was pretty big I had never been to this theater before so it was kind of like a, a maze to walk through the tunnels but they had a great bar inside. We grabbed some drinks before. Bud uh, Heavies? Is that a Bud Heavy? Yeah, Aaron got the Bud Heavy. I was drinking Bud Light. We were a Anheuser-Busch commercial just walking around. And we saw F9, man. Vin Diesel's back. Here we are. We got uh, the whole gang. Letty. Uh, we're get, meeting. Uh, old villain comes back. Cypher plays by Charlie Theron. Um, you got Ludacris in this one. And, I mean, it's he's been in the posters. I I can't imagine it's a spoiler at this point, but if you really don't know, I'll say spoiler alert. Han's back, and we know this. He's in the posters again, but like how you won't know until you see it at all. It's 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 whatever. <laughs> you can t- <laughs> you can tell I'm already like getting lukewarm about this thing. It was fine. It was F nine. It was action packed. There were a lot of big payoffs in this thing. I'll tell you who had a l- the most fun of all was Carrie. She loves Good. these movies. She had a blast. She said it was perfect. She was fangirling out about it. So when we do a, a big review, we'll do a spoiler-filled review. Um, and Andy, he could have been there, but uh, Andy I'm was sorry. too cool for school and just said he wasn't going to come. I, I didn't even really have a good excuse other than I just don't, yeah. don't want to see this movie. You were just <laughs> like, nah. And I was like, all right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there's a seat right here. No, it's okay. You know what? This is one that you can wait on, and I'm sure it'll be. I mean, who owns this thing? Who's F9 Universal? So actually, I don't know where this will live eventually. This might be a little tricky, actually, because this will be like this is like Incredible Hulk territory. <laughs> like we had to, you we just had to buy it. You had to buy it or rent it. Um, but F9, man, yeah. If you, uh, I mean, if you if you've seen these movies, you know these movies. Um, this one's hitting heavier on definitely focusing on Dom. And there's a big reveal with, uh, obviously, you've seen John Cena in the trailers and the posters. The premise is there's a long-lost brother, and uh, the team's got to get together and figure this out. So it's it's the formula's there. They didn't break away with it. If anything, they got quicker to the action. And, uh, yeah, if you are into this, you'll go see it in theaters, or you might be more like Andy. What would you say? You're going to wait for this to go to DVD. Yes, exactly. <laughs> be like PC Mike. Go pick it up at the Red Box. <laughs> That'd be just fine. Yeah, that's that's the plan. But your roommate... Mikey will be on for whenever you guys want to have a deep dive on this. Good, yes. I want to have him back. I want to definitely get him and Carrie just fan fanning out, and they can tell us all about it. Because Carrie, Carrie knew the history of the characters. There was a lot of flashbacks in this movie. 
is like a new thing. That was like the newish thing that I was not used to seeing in these. Like, uh, okay. To where, <clears throat> I don't want to spoil anything. Go see it. We'll do a Fast 9 episode for the meat for sure in a coming episode of Mostly Superheroes. Is is the Fast and Furious saga going to get its own tab on the website? Now that we have well, there are so one. many movies <laughs> that honestly it might really need to. Like, well, we did them all in one. We did the first eight in one episode. Yeah, it was now we have two, just this one. Two and a half. We're all caught up. Oh my god, that's hilarious! <laughs> two episodes, nine, eight, mo- ten movies. Yeah, Hobbs and Shaw. That's hilarious. You're right. Uh, yeah, we might need one. So many of these things, uh, we'll be talking about it for sure. So F nine, um, go. Uh, you know, like I said, it's it's kind of hard. I'm not gonna like sit here and tell you go see this movie. You have to. Um, but just for the sake of listening to a mostly superheroes episode one day, because we're going to talk about it. Yeah. Put it on your list. That That's a reason enough. All right. I'll see it. You will. <laughs> You'll watch it before the episode, obviously. All right. Let's take a break. When we come back, we're finally getting around reviewing invincible man. It's been so long since we've seen this thing. Andy and I've been refreshing ourselves on it. We'll see how we do. And we got a little help from the fans. Stick around. We'll be right back. You've heard others. But nothing could prepare you for the shameful stupidity that is the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Here, Imran. So if you offend everyone at once, it all it's a wash. I've covered everybody. Anthony. Sorry, I was texting. Say that again. And Rug Boy. Yeah, whenever there's a snowstorm, my slack hole tightens up. As they talk over one another. Just exactly uh, the same as, as, as Tim. Terminator. We're talking over each other. It's fine. Sorry. Swear. I had boobies. And ask you for money. Just give us the money. Witness the hubris as they claim to be the world's authority on comic book movies. Who said Never said that. You've never said that. Who cares? A jock said that. Comic book, TV, movie, reviews, news, and whatever they choose. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you find your favorite podcasts. The Jock and Nerd Podcast. It can't be silly, goofy fun. Seriously, people really listen to this. Uh, Jock and Nerd. The Meat. Welcome back from the break. This is Mostly Superheroes here in the studio with The Giggler. I'm your host, Logan, and it is time for the meat, the chunk, the sizzle. It's why you came. It's why you're here. It's most of the episode. This is Mostly Superheroes, after all, and this is a Mostly Superheroes title for you right here. We're talking about the animated series on Amazon Prime video. It's Invincible. Let's give it up. This show is coming at us from a graphic novel actually lent to us here in the studio, here in person. I'm holding it up for the video so you can see it on Facebook and YouTube. Lent out, of course, by our boy Scott. He's got a great library, so many graphic novels. He swore by this one, said you got to read this thing. I have not. I've only seen the show, and that's what we're going to be talking about today is season one of Invincible with this all-star voice cast, but by a, uh, again, from a graphic novel that, spans i think 15 plus parts like there's a lot of novels this thing is a lot older than you think we're going to talk about it we have a nice fan review from scott himself that we'll be doing toward the end of our review but first up mandy i want to talk about this at a high level do some gut checks on this thing we've both seen season one it's been a long time since we've seen it it was back when it first came out you and mike watched it very quickly it took me like an extra month to see it and here we are now, like probably three months since then. Yeah, it's so been I, a while. It's been a while. I rewatched the finale today. When's the last time you saw any of this? And just let's just talk about high level, how you felt about the show at a high level. We'll get into some of our top parts, 
yeah. stuff like that. I remember catching on. Someone told me to watch it after they were about three episodes in. So we watched the first three and we're like, okay, this is especially after the first episode. Especially the first like the episode. Fir- and, uh, and when I didn't give it yet, spoiler alert for the show. We're here's, a, here's yeah. here. I'm gonna poke fun at us real quick. Me and Andy haven't seen this in a while. This isn't probably an episode you want to listen to to like learn about what happened in the series. It's more about how we felt. We'll give you a review. And I'll tell you this much. It's popular enough to where it's already been renewed for seasons two and three. Got renewed for two seasons right away on Amazon Prime. But go ahead. I cut you off. So, yeah, you saw this. You heard about it. Three episodes. Yeah. So and then we, you jumped in. That first one was like, I mean, that the first end of the episode. first one was just wild. At first, I was like, I think gotta, I remember someone described that. it as like a like a, a pretty raunchy like show. And we were like 45 minutes into the first episode. And I'm like am I watching the right show? Like I'm, I'm confused and I almost looked it up, but I was like in the middle of the episode, I didn't want to spoil anything. So I was like, I'll just write it out. And then all of a sudden just all hell's break breaks loose and Omni man's killing everyone. Right. Yeah. Like we said, we gave that spoiler alert. I think it's like hard <laughs> not to talk about season one without talking about that first episode. Right. You're watching that thing. You're right. It feels like you're watching, you know, justice league or something, some cartoon about superheroes yeah. and then, the big ending. Oh my gosh. This Omni Man guy just like, murders their version of the Justice League. What I forget what they call them. They're the the League of Something. And he just murks these things and not just like kills them like it's a cartoon superhero. Like he was ripping their decimating them. He's popping their heads and like like their eyeballs are on the floor and their intestines <laughs> are everywhere. There's blood just all over him. It's like shocking. Oh, it was like but I, in like jolting. the best way. I was yeah. like, this is effed up that I'm enjoying this this much. Yeah, I was thinking about it. I was like, man, I'm seeing a lot of murder right now. <laughs> like, this is crazy. I'm okay with it. What's wrong with me? And, I mean, just to get into it, man, I mean, this what what I liked about this show was that, okay, you get that episode, then you're immediately like, oh, okay, I want to know everything. But this show is actually pretty good just about going episode by episode, taking you through various parts. It's almost like they were doing really, they did a really good job at doing side stories that melted really well with yeah. the overarching theme. That's a big struggle that a lot of shows have. You try to, cause we'll be talking about the Mandalorian PC. Mike makes fun of all the time. He's like another mission episode. And I'm like, you have to understand mission episode is part of the Mandalorian. It's connecting it to the overarching story. That is the struggle. I think invincible. The series did a really good job of that. For sure. Like I didn't expect to get a deep dive into the robot man character and like, <laughs> right. That went like, in a, in a direction that I had never expected. Yeah, you're like, here's a robot superhero. He's definitely part of the team. And then they're like, oh, here's a whole episode about how, like, you think he's a bad guy, but he's actually just, like, in love with this. Like, he's, like, a, taking care of this young girl. And this. She's kid, only getting younger. She's only getting younger every time <laughs> she turns into a monster. You know who I like? The clone, uh, the two clones. Oh, yeah. The bad guys. Yeah. They- banger brothers or something like that they're just cloning themselves and they they argue about which one's the real one which one's the clone i love their character and another cool thing about this show that you're going to get as an adult that will like especially you know if you're like oh i don't know if i really will be into cartoon stuff something that helps with that is that there's an all-star lineup of people reading this stuff yes i'm really putting myself on the spot i hope you have some names pulled up for me i have literally have imdb pulled up right now so so. let me go from memory first so i definitely know jk simmons of course omni man uh, Glenn Howerton, or no, not Glenn Howerton, the guy that played Glenn. <laughs> I knew that's what you just did. I knew that's what you just did. The guy that played Glenn, Glenn Howerton is from Always Sunny, right? Uh, yes. And yes. Then, but the guy that plays Glenn, he plays Mark in the show. What's the actor's name? 
Stephen Yin. Stephen Yin. He does a great job. So you're going to recognize that voice. Give me some others. His mo- so his mom's like the lady from uh, Grey's Anatomy, like the Asian mm. doctor. Doctor. Yes. Sandra. Uh, Sandra O. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Zazie Beats. Zazie Beats. There's, okay. Uh, Amber. Seth Rogen's in here. He yeah. plays like the intergalactic like protector guy that Mark meets up <laughs> with, in, and then he's also like toward the end of the show. Exactly, exactly. Mark Hamill is in here. Mark Hamill, who's he playing? Art Rosenbaum. Man, Mark Hamill just does leg- everything. Legendary voice actor. My personal favorite from the whole show, Jason Manzukis. Oh my gosh, he's great. He plays he's... one of the new uh, protector. J- uh, yeah, Rex. Rex Blood. Rex Blood. Yeah, he's uh, he's great. Love Jason Manzukis. John Hamm. John Hamm, that's right. He's in there. He, I think he's like usually playing like a citizen, just like a regular everyday citizen. Yeah, he was in two episodes. <laughs> a lot of these other names. Yeah, that's that's the big ones we got. For well, sure. that, I'll be honest, it really did make an impact because like imagine watching like Justice League, but like you know you got you know like Tom Cruise in there or something. You'll be like, oh, I, I can hear that. I can hear the <laughs> voice. Um, it really was cool to hear. I mean, J.K. Simmons, man, it like it's like his voice is Omni Man. Yes. It's so like I've seen people be like, we want a live action one and like put the suit like on a real picture of him and it like it's perfect. Yes. Um I he, real oh go ahead. He's a bad dude. Sure. Yeah, that look. picture of him like flexing in the gym I've seen recently on Instagram or JK something. JK Simmons? Yeah, he is just uh, jacked. You think he's just getting... Tomorrow we're I mean, tomorrow we're look at him. He was he played a Yeah, he looked yeah, he did. He played uh, Chris Pratt's dad yeah. in Tomorrow War. He looked I mean, yeah, he's wearing the like tank top, white yeah. beater looking buff. Yes. Getting ready for Spider Man, hopefully. I hope so. Hope and, so. And Batman. He's uh isn't he Commissioner Gordon, Commissioner Gordon in yeah. the Snyder Cut. Yeah, this guy's all over the place. Hey, you I like... guess he doesn't know his future in that universe, but Yeah, no, who does? <laughs> <laughs> um let's just get into the story a little bit, man. Like this is this is a cool premise, right? Your dad is basically Superman. You don't find out till later in life. You're what he's eighteen, he's in high school, he gets powers. Oh hooray. Let's he throws just... trash. Throws trash million miles <laughs> over the dumpster <laughs> gets to quit his job he's like i quit <laughs> um and it's like all right my dad's superman i'm gonna try to be with, like him and i'm just gonna cut at the chase here because like again the, the, this this show is really uh it's gonna twist and turn you it's a question of did omni man kill these people because he was brainwashed was he why like that's the big reveal of the end episode one the main hero killed the other heroes why yep i just remember while watching it i was just like why everything all this yes. other crazy stuff kept happening and i'm like well why yes what could be his reason and he's like you don't understand you know his like his he's under investigation by the really cool demon pi yes that talks like yoda or something and like i that. think he's, his and that guy's so voice weird. i think is the guy i don't have like you if you have it on the imdb pull it up but i believe this guy is from lost he played the guy that was in the in the uh in lost he's the guy like desmond's partner in the hatch He's the older guy, and he also plays like a a soldier in the show. He's in he's in a lot of stuff. Clancy Brown. Yes, that's him. Wow. He, he's in a whole bunch of stuff. He's got a very distinct voice, and he's this great demon PI. I love it. Damien Darkblood. That's Damien the guy's name. Darkblood, and he's like he's the one that's like why he why like obviously he killed them all <laughs> is what he's saying, and no one's really questioning it, you know. But this is a very much you talk about an Amazon Prime series, The Boys. This is like that Homelander mentality, right? You got the government working with with Omni Man, but they're like, we can't challenge him. He's the most powerful being on Earth. Like, and he truly is. They don't have heat vision, though, right? I don't remember. I don't, I don't think, think they so. have heat vision. I think it's just like super strength and flying. 
he, he might maybe just needs to learn that still. I don't know. Maybe so. Um, but yeah, the big question is why his son isn't onto him at all. He has nothing until the very end when one of the heroes from the uh, group of heroes, <laughs> the League of what are they, what do they call yeah, themselves? I don't even know. Just get, Google that real quick so I can call it something. I guess I didn't realize how much we'd be talking about it. He comes back at the end, faces off Omni Man in front of his son. I mean, this is really jumping to the last episode, really breezing through the story, and we get the big reveal. Go ahead. Guardians of the Globe. The Guardians of the Globe. No wonder I didn't think of it. That's kind of different. Um, and the big reveal is, man, okay, he wasn't brainwashed. Omni-Man wasn't brainwashed. He didn't do this for some reason to protect his son or his family. Turns out, Viltrum is where they're from. So, like, you know, think about Superman. He's from Krypton. Well, Omni-Man's from Viltrum. They're Viltrumites. You thought that he was here to protect us. He was, like, Earth's mightiest hero. Well, he says, nope, you're wrong. I came here to conquer, and I'm going to enslave the whole human race to Viltrum. Basically, he tells his him that his mom is basically like a pet says says to his son mark he's like yeah your mom is more of like a pet we live for thousands of years as we age we age slower he's like you'll be thousands of years old and mark's like you think i'm just gonna let you take over this is a this is a father-son story right here this is ever trying to live up to be your dad now you gotta now you gotta beat your dad up (laughs) after he i mean that was just, let's just talk about how gruesome that Do it. Tell me. subway scene was. Yep, let's just get like, right to it. He's like, I'm going to prove to you how nothing these people are to both of us. And how does he do it? Andy, tell us. So, yeah, he goes down to a subway and basically just, it's oncoming, and he just pours his head into the front of it and just lets it. The train goes. Eviscerates every single person in there. You see them literally just explode because they're going head on with a immovable object yeah. to superheroes and the train is just exploding into bits and pieces along with every single person inside of it. And oh, this man. isn't like a uh you're not like a away from the train in watching this. No, no. They give you the first person shot yes. of like what Mark sees and what does he see? I mean, he's going through people's like brains and lungs and bodies. It's and so disgusting. He's covered from head to toe in blood at the end of the thing. You can't deny the fact. This is an adult cartoon. This is the most gory cartoon. I mean, I mean, on on a major platform, this is the goriest thing you've ever seen. Yes, there's anime out there that would make this look like <laughs> G-rated. I understand, all right? Don't come after me, anime fans. But I am saying on Amazon Prime, this is wild. I truly hope no one let their kid watch this just because they oh, saw this cartoon. Well, yeah, you got to set a threshold. Or if you're going to watch it with your kid, you got to be like they're actively like talking about it like it'd be a confusing thing to see this as a six-year-old oh my god it was confusing for a 32 year old (laughs) man to see it that's me (laughs) i i like during that scene i had to get up because and like start walking around the room because i was like so start sweating like shaken i was like wow that is how did i and then after it i'm like whoa this is a cartoon why is it making me feel like this i'm like whoa that was like that was intense very intense yeah very crazy um but like they also did a good job of like balancing this line between like okay yeah it's gory but like that's not all it is like you get like the episode that I really enjoyed was with the robot man mm-hmm. remember that guy he's yeah. like the mob boss and one of the that I one of the a guy it's a big black guy he enlists the help of Mark to take down this mobster right and that one like starts off like okay this is a mission he's gonna do a mission and it's very like almost like Justice League mission. Better writing, though, better dialogue between these characters. 
And then it ended up being gory, you know, for the last like two minutes. But like most of it was just like, man, I'm enjoying like just seeing what this guy does during the day. I was invested in like the the world they lived in. They did a lot of like highlighting the citizens that were living in the town. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I went into this kind of blind, other than Scott telling me that he loved the book. Man, I gotta tell you, Same. I love this series. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it was so like cookie cutter on from like the high perspective, I guess. Yes. But like the execution of of everything was just it was something different. They turned something that's like 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 I said, just so so cookie cutter that it all of a sudden it's it's not like yeah. You look it's at the not cover, what I like expected it. Like first. you look at the cover of this and you're like, okay, I get it. He, there's a superhero. Yeah. But you're like, okay, no, there's a lot more to this. Um, I mean, these writers nailed it. Uh, talking about the end of this thing, just to kind of like give us some closure on where the series ended, the season, I should say, because we got a season two that'll be coming. I don't know when. Um, and I'm like, with animated stuff and getting, you know, you have voice actors, maybe they can get it together quicker. Do it. E- either way, <laughs> uh, the big question here is, will Omni-Man kill his, it's not his, I'm not, I almost use air quotes. It is his son, full-blooded Viltrumite son, Mark. Will he kill him? Will he not? Beats him to death. I mean, just about. That was yeah. That was brutal. Like, really brutal. That was the part that I was like, man, this is hard to watch. Like he's just bashing his son into the ground. And then the moment comes and he has like a he like remembers his whole life of like being a dad and a husband. And what's he do? He just soars off. And we don't know where. All we know is he left his post, according to Seth Rogan's character. Mark Peace out. Ends up healing. And the big thing is like Viltrum will come if one of their people has left their post. So that's kind of the big teaser, the big, like what will happen in season two. We're going to be dealing with that. I think. Andy, any other thoughts on this thing, major parts that you want to talk about anything else on the series before we highlight a very special fan review here in a second. One of the biggest things I just forgot was the, the final battle scene where he rips the guardian in half. Oh my god! Like gosh. they were, they were duking it out and it all of a sudden he just so quickly decides I'm just going to rip you in half. Just like he gets there, they fight. It's, he comes back to life, and then he's—it's just so weird because it's like a cartoon, and it's just hard to grasp like the nature of what's happening. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but like at the same time, that happened, and I was just like, "All right, this guy is unstoppable." Like unstoppable. That's what they're trying to get like, through your head. Like and, you, like he really can't be beat. Like yeah. he's unbelievable. That's why he's Omni Man, and it's almost like the real, again, that real world take on like what if like superheroes were real and you get a bad one. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, man, he, if you wanted to do that, you know, you could definitely had some, I wonder if there was some mixing and matching of the writing for the boys and in, invincible, you know, cause both yeah, pretty on point. It could be. Yeah. Maybe not totally different. It might be right. No, I, I, I completely, until you just mentioned it, I was like, Oh, those are on the same platform. That's act, that actually makes sense. Right. Like they might be in the same, you know, building or something. <laughs> um, all right. Invincible Amazon original. I think we should definitely rate this thing before the next review because the next review includes a rating. Oh yeah. Do we even talk about that? Marvel comic, or did you put? No, a- well, we're gonna save that to All the right. end. Yeah, we're gonna save it to the end. A little surprise, a little tie-in for you Marvel fans. If you stick around, we're gonna talk about it. Um, I'll rate it first, and we'll let Andy go. Um, this is a win for me. Very great season of uh, superhero content, adult cartoon, the right amount of gory. Uh, if you're gonna watch with kids, be ready to talk to them <laughs> or cover their eyes. But for adults, you're gonna be just fine. Uh, I will definitely rewatch this probably leading up to stuff because i was rewatching it today and i was like oh yeah this is so good like you can put this on at any point yep. i'm gonna give it a solid 3.4 very nice you're right right there with me i was at a 3.3 all right all right 
3.3, 3.4. I think the next, I'm kind of excited for the next few seasons for sure. It's just something different that like, it's a new perspective that you just don't know about what any potential backstories or what's going to happen. It's kind of just fresh, I guess, is the best way to put it. Yeah, and this is uh, this is what I told Scott. Honestly, he, you know, he lent me this book. I've had it in here. I need it. Honestly, I need to give it back. He's probably like, "Give that book back." <laughs> um, it, now that I've started the show, I don't know that I'll read it. You know, because like I'm kind of one of these guys where I'm like, if I'm watching something, and I've that's how I experienced it. Well, then I want to watch the rest just exactly like you just said, Andy. I don't know what happens. I have no idea. Um, so I just, if you know, if this goes for 10, 20 seasons. I want to hear about it and kind of see it play out. All right, let's give a nice review here, man. I'm really pumped to do this. Reached out to our boy Scott, tried to get him on the episode. Yeah, we we almost brought him here actually physically in the studio, but uh, he called him. He called. He gave himself his own nickname for like. I told him he's basically our our guy in the street because he's always sending us you know articles, reviews, and Invincible is one of his favorite titles. He called it like Rover on the Road or something like that. I gotta check it out. Roadside Rover or something like that. Okay. Anyway. He did say, like, listen, I can't make it. He's traveling this week, but I'll give you a nice review for this thing. I'm gonna, It's a little long, but really, it is worth it. It's better than either you or I did, and Thank it you. includes Scott's rating, who has actually read, I'm sure, all these. All right, so from our boy Scott, you can get featured just like this. If you have something that you're diehard about, you're one of our big fans, we'll always feature stuff like this on our show. From Scott on Amazon's Invincible, excited to hear you guys finally talk about the series. As I've said before, this is one of my favorite comics of all time. I've been waiting for the series to be made since I picked up the first book about 15 years ago. I remember a few years ago this was being talked about as a live action or animated series, and I'm so glad they went the direction they did with the animation because I'm not sure a live action could have done it proper justice. This really gave me Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, Unlimited animated uh, show vibe, with a stellar voice cast, this show really scratched an itch for an adult-themed animated action-adventure show for me. You get comfortable at first thinking this is Spider-Man, Superman, Justice League type of story, and what seemed like a fairly run-of-the-mill superhero show gets turned on its head by the end of the first episode. Even knowing what was going to happen, my jaw was still on the floor seeing it play out in real time. The rest of the series was up and down, but I was rarely let down by an episode. Most episodes, of course, have their slow parts, but all in all, this was pretty action-packed series, plenty of what-the-f moments, really was exciting. What's really exciting is that the series has already been picked up for a second and a third season, and knowing what happens throughout the comic series has got me pumped up to see what's going to come. Oh, sorry. Lost my place here. Got me pumped to see what's to come and how they adapt it into the screen, into the series. Season one is basically the tip of the iceberg when it comes to content. It only covered about 24 issues of what is a out of 144 wow. issues of the series that ran for 15 years. Still mind blowing that it was 15. It's yep. 15 years old content. I know I'm probably biased when it comes to a rating, but I've got to give the series a solid 3.8. With the action, voice cast, animation, this show fired on all cylinders for me. Can't wait to see more, and it definitely gives me hope that even more comic book properties out there will get the same treatment as the series has gotten tons of praise, and there's a vast, untapped wealth of possible entertainment out there. Keep up the good work, guys. Excited to hear your thoughts. That's our boy, Scott. Well, he's going to hear him. 
and then he'll hear his own thoughts. And then, he'll hear, then you get your own. He's like, that's me. I said that. <laughs> Man, Scott, thanks. That's really well written. I, I'm really glad that you give us a well-rounded uh, review like that. And also, a rating of 3.8. I mean, I wouldn't expect anything less from a diehard fan. But, geez, this guy's been reading this stuff for 15 years. That's awesome. This isn't something he picked up, you know, right when he heard about it. Like, he's actually known about this. And to think about that. That's like, you know, you're reading Marvel Unlimited comics now. It's like you picking up a comic of yeah. a character that no one knows about, and then 15 years later, they finally put it in a TV show. How exciting. Scott, so glad they're doing it for you. Man, we're here for it. Can't wait for seasons two and three of Invincible, man. man. We're always trying to diversify here. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And tying it in, perfect tie-in, perfect timing. Andy, you told me about this right before we recorded today. Here's a really cool mixing and matching of worlds from Invincible to a Marvel property. Why don't you tell us what you came across in your Marvel Unlimited yeah. comic book subscription? Speaking of diversifying. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, so I read this earlier. Um, and also, I, I don't even know how. We, we still both try to look it up, and we don't know how this is a... How it's possible. How it's possible this team up or what capacity it is. But Marvel team up looks like it was a s- series um, that basically just kind of has like properties that are usually not together. So... Um, so it's called it, Marvel Team Up, and this series is is called number Spider- four, yeah number fourteen from two thousand four two thousand four okay and this is Spider Man meets Invincible yes and so, you and you read this one today yes it's it's a really short really short one I I, I could probably explain the whole thing in a minute but uh basically opens spoiler up alert with, yeah yeah spoiler alert for this one I mean uh, it it does a good job too of explaining Invincible story which I didn't expect which that, that that's kind of cool to, so to you get, get like, like a, a full, because it's a matchup, right? So you're getting like a little origin from each of them. Yeah, sort sort of. Cause Probably not. Spider-Man. Basically, it completely starts with just a fight between Doc Ock and Spider Man. All of a sudden, Invincible gets pulled in from this wormhole and saves Spider Man. Um, of course, Spider Man's like, "Oh yeah, man, I would have been fine" or whatever. So he just kind of talks about his who he is, and he's like, "Oh yeah, somebody sent me from a from another dimension." Um, he's just trying to like like wear me down basically like okay. um going from dimension to dimension so he doesn't know how long he's going to be on this like earth with spider-man or whatever so spider-man continues to go um they fight doc ock uh i guess he I he's like he while you're he's like while you're here so yeah he we'll, takes him, we'll fight some people this really cool part where he takes him to avengers tower so you actually see what? invincible with like all the avengers and they're like who the hell is this guy like oh why did God. you bring him why did you bring him here it's just funny <laughs> i here's a quote from iron man from this this comic which was pretty pretty funny uh considering what just happened last week with loki said he always says that but when when's the last time we did something even remotely cosmic i don't even remember does the kang stuff count we were in space for a little bit for that i was just oh, like wow. wow how do they like just crazy ties, timing. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Yeah, we won't even say why in case like you don't know what we're talking about. But like if you know what we're talking about, that was I mean, yeah, that's, exactly. That's, that's very timely. Exactly. So it's and this it, is from two thousand four. So yeah, he so just, it's not like it was just written. He just meets uh, some of the Avengers. Then they go. They're like, oh, Doc Ock's attacking some place, and Spider Man's like, we got it. And then they go. Like, Invincible does most of the work and cuts his like arms off, and then basically gets sucked back in that portal and it's over. And uh this is Marvel. I mean, it says number 14. Like what is that? Yeah, so there's a there's a series of team-ups like but I oh, I, see. I, I didn't it's really It's Marvel team up and it's number 14. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not sure what the other ones were. I kind of just was scrolling through. Well, holy cow, um, man. What a world's collide situation. I, I know. You were you, you just came across it and you were probably like what in the world. So this is just another big plug 
Man, we're plugging. The, they need to start paying us for this stuff. Marvel Unlimited. This is your comic book subscription pl- program, and this one just came across your face. It blew my mind. I heard about it from doing. Obviously, I was doing some recaps on YouTube and stuff. So, trying to give a shout out to the uh, the YouTube channel, New Rock Stars. New Rock Stars on YouTube. You figured this out from there, and then you got to go and read this thing right before you came over. So, it sounds like a nice short read. Marvel team up. Spider Man meets Invincible. Worlds collide, and now I'm like. Well, who else do they do in these team ups? Yeah, I'm gonna do some more research on these. Cause like, is, like maybe there's like a Hellboy or something, or you know, like we're just like just totally different worlds. I mean, even like DC and stuff. You know, I don't know if there are any of them, but I guess that's a possibility. All right, well, if this I'm, is, I'm I've I've been on the fence for a long time. <laughs> I'm getting Marvel Unlimited. I just I just decided. I mean, you're having so much fun with it, and I'm jealous of every story you've been telling me about. <laughs> every story you tell me about, I've just been like, oh my. God, that's Dude, amazing. I have some more queued up. The Kang's first appearance, Kang's like biggest run. So I'm gonna, wow. I'm gonna do my homework. So you're gonna read these things and just just enjoy them and yeah, take it with, like you're it's, not you're not really so, think, like in, when it comes to the MCU, it's like you know what possibilities are endless. I'm reading these comics for fun. These stories are, it's kind of like you know, silver. it's so cool because most of it's new. Like yes, know. like you've never seen it. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Marvel Unlimited team up with Invincible. Um, that was our review of the series, of course. This is most of superheroes. You knew we were going to talk about it. Seasons two and three coming sometime in the future. I don't even know when. Do you know, Andy? Nope. So we'll keep you posted on when we hear more. Again, it's animated. Hopefully they can throw this stuff together, get it out, and uh, we'll keep you posted. Thanks again to Scott for the review and for the book. I promise I'll get it back to you. With that, let's talk about what's coming up. A lot of things coming up here on the show. A lot of fun stuff. A lot of fun. This is a fun one today, man. Uh, talked about some good stuff kind of across the board. Like I said, kind of cool to step back from Marvel stuff for a hot second. Of course, it came full circle when we talked about it there. I the know, end. man. I can't believe it. That's why I said that diversify comment, and I was like, oh, no. I oh, know no. what the next slide is. It's Spider-Man, <laughs> the most worldwide loved Marvel hero like, of all time. Um, but talking about something outside of Marvel, we are going to still do our DCU rewatch. Got a new DCU page over at MostlySuperheroes.com forward slash DCU. And we did Superman the movie. The next one up will be Superman 2, showing the poster here right now. This is going to pick up uh, with some certain plot points that you did learn about in the first movie. You can obviously see here on the poster some folks. And, Andy, I don't want to talk too much about it because you've never seen it before. I'm ready. Can't wait to do it. Me, you, PC, Mike, and we'll uh, get this review on the books. And, of course, I you know it wasn't like I wasn't going to not talk about MCU stuff today. The thing that I'm waiting on right now is uh, what if. So that'll be August, I think, 11th or 12th. Yeah, yeah it's, I think. Let me, it's one of those. It, it's either the 11th or the 12th. Why don't you check, check that out? Now. What if the animated series, you know, talk about, we're talking about animated stuff today. This fits right in. Um, I did hear, and it, I don't know if it was uh, during one of his episodes or just on Twitter, but Brandon Davis over at Comic Book, believe it was him or someone at Comic Book, um, there was a rumor. I don't know if it's necessarily confirmed. And they may have confirmed it by now, so I just know that there's been talk about this that it is going to be tying into the MCU in terms of like actual ramifications of I believe somebody from like Tim Hiddleston one of one of the Tom yeah, Hiddleston said either, this on was, Jimmy Kimmel I think it was either Tom Hiddleston or someone from the Loki team, and then I think I saw like Brandon Davis talking about it. Yeah, but either way, people are saying from like the Loki team that yes, what if is going to connect the MCU. Now, I, I would still put that in the rumor bucket for now. I don't yeah. have that confirmed. We uh, we obviously are kind of we're all both looking at each other like is this true? Is Easily could be somebody just misspeaking. I don't I don't know. Or just somebody and, throwing a At the uh, same time, like we just talked about last week. Everything 
Like, look at the timing of it. Multiverse. Yeah. Technically just was birthed. Yeah, a we, week ago. Oh, we, yeah, we just talked about Loki <laughs> last week. We, you know, spoiler alert for that. The end of that, but like the big ending, man. The biggest ramifications of all time in the MCU. You know, I've got it pulled up here on the screen now. Phase four. You know, these twenty-something titles, and Loki ended. Gave that spoiler alert. Multiverse spreading, spider webbing everywhere. Kang the Conqueror. It presumably here, man. It's gonna be crazy. But in terms of multiverse, Andy, you're spot on. This is going to exist now, and every multiverse, there's versions of everything. What if it's just another corner of the MCU? Cannot wait to see how this works. I'm so pumped for this show. August, I really am. I August did, I 11th. Did, August 11th. Thanks for looking that up. I cannot wait. It'll be coming to Disney+. Plus. I didn't realize like how pumped I was for this until like these last couple weeks. And like especially like today, talking about Invincible, it's like, you know what? If it's good animated stuff, then count me in, and this is an MCU show. Did you hear now that they're making... They're like doubling down on their animation studio as of yesterday. They announced oh, it. Oh, really? So they're, yeah, they're, they're dedicating more resources to that, that type of stuff. So, well, you know what that means? That what if went well? I hope so. It has to. I like, can't wait right? to see just like what the first one's even about. Like, obviously, the trailer, we see, we, we know what, oh what's God. coming, but yeah, but they've only showed us a couple things. Yeah, there's 10 episodes. So, and how long are they? No clue. These are things that we're supposed to know, so we'll keep you posted. We got a couple. I don't think weeks. anybody knows, but there, but there are ten episodes. We know yeah. that. You would think that what, maybe thirty minutes? Yeah, I'd say so. Please, hopefully an hour. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> I mean, if they're isolated stories, they might be longer. Yeah, you know. I, yeah, they got. They it's going to be an episode cover. about Captain uh, Peggy Carter. You know, she's going to be Captain Britain, and like that's going to be a whole thing. Like they, twenty minutes, that might not be long enough, but yeah, we'll see. Other than that, you can check out everything at mostlyzubarrows.com. Really proud of our website. We feature fans on there, video clips from our episodes. You can join the Patreon page. You can listen to the podcast across all those platforms, Spotify, Apple. Make sure you turn on those in-app reminders so you know when the new podcasts are coming. And definitely watch us on YouTube uh, and Facebook. we got video content out there, and uh, it's all happened at mostlysuperheroes.com. You can find links to everything. You can contact us. You can write us in. And uh, we're just going to keep making this show every single week because it's one of the most fun things that I do in my life, hands down. Same Z's. Okay, cool. <laughs> I was hoping you'd agree. Uh, it's, we're one year old. We've got a lot of fans that are dedicated to us checking us out. We hope you're telling people about it. If you enjoyed the show, one year down and many to go. For sure. Maybe we'll have some cake or something when PC Mike comes back. Please, let's do that. I love cake. We could do that. We that's the you see the picture out there. Treats. We, we don't have that cake yet, so we got to have it. Um, Andy, it's good seeing you today. Anything you want to say to the squad before we sign off? Thank you for listening. Uh, we love you. Um, be safe. That's, take a little little PC mic knowledge right there. That's yeah. He always just, has it, those little nuggets. The little nuggets of you know it's summer. Get out in the sun. Have fun. But be safe. See, I'm look how red I am. <laughs> I could have definitely used a lot more sunscreen today, but you're red from the golf today. Yeah, I didn't put any on. So, well, I love getting in here with each week, and PC Mike will get you back in here. We miss you too. And Carrie will be on soon. We got Fast and the Furious coming up. A lot of uh, DC stuff. The Suicide Squad, MCU's not stopping, and neither is mostly superheroes. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Take it easy. <laughs>